Hey fans, Lehigh Athletics is excited to return to competition on January 2nd, but these seasons are going to be unique. Men's and women's basketball will take the court in Stabler Arena and wrestling returns to the mat in historic Lehman Turner Arena at Grace Hall. However, it will not be the same without the cheers of our loyal Lehigh fans coming from the stands. As we prepare for seasons unlike any other, you, the Mountain Hawk fans, will still have the opportunity to make your mark on Stabler Arena and Grace Hall and support the Lehigh Athletics program by purchasing a fan cutout presented by PSECU. That's right. Be sure to get your fan cutout today by visiting shop.fancutouts.com and search Lehigh. You can even have your cutout signed by our head coaches, Brett Reed, Sue Troyan, and Pat Santoro. Remember, that's shop.fancutouts.com and search Lehigh. From Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, Lehigh Athletics presents Mountain Hawk Talk, the podcast for the Lehigh Mountain Hawks, presented by Lehigh Valley Health Network and Coordinated Health. Here's your host, Josh Wittick. Hey, what's going on, Lehigh fans? Welcome into episode 12 of the Mountain Hawk Talk podcast, the official podcast of Lehigh Athletics. On this episode, I am joined by Lehigh Wrestling head coach Pat Santoro and senior Jimmy Hoffman, who preview the upcoming season kicking off this Saturday, January 2nd, with Hofstra visiting Lehman Turner Arena at Grace Hall. They discuss everything you need to know as the Mountain Hawks look to defend their EIWA championship for the fourth straight season. Without further ado, here's my interview with Pat Santoro and Jimmy Hoffman. And I'm now joined by Lehigh Wrestling Head Coach Pat Santoro and um, Jimmy Hoffman of the Lehigh Wrestling Team. Jimmy, welcome. And uh, Coach, welcome. It's a pleasure. And, you know, we are, uh, as we are recording this, we're less than two weeks away from the start of the season. But when, when this uh, podcast airs on Wednesday, the 30th of December, we're only going to be uh, a couple days away from the start of the year. So January 2nd is is rapidly approaching. How crazy is it to, to, to know that even though the season is going to look a lot different than, than usual, that we're, we're going to get underway in just a few days. And um, typically at this point in the year, you're, you're right in the middle of, of, of dual season. How exciting is it for you and the guys to get this thing underway? We're really excited just, just to have some competition. I and mean, we, we didn't see our guys for, gosh, six months at a time at one point, and then we lost them for five weeks in, in October, basically. So the fact that we're even competing, we weren't even sure this was going to happen. Uh, we're really thankful and grateful it is. So I just want our guys to get out and just get some matches under the belt. I think it's going to look a lot different. The Hofstra matches look a lot different as a dual meet. It's not really going to be a dual meet. It's going to be matches against Hofstra that do count for our record. Um, but I'm just excited to see everybody go out and compete. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, what are some adjustments that you've made as a coach to get ready for this season? <laughs> Where do I begin? <laughs> it, it's, been, it's been very different. Um, I didn't know Zoom existed last year at this time. And uh, Jimmy probably told you we had too many Zoom calls this summer and fall. Um, but it's, it's been very different. It's, it's a different challenge, but, you know, that's what you do. You, you, you do what you're called to do at that time. And I think our guys have done a really good job with that. Um, and we're going to have some, it's going to take us a while to really get in a groove, I think, uh, but that's okay. It gives us a few weeks of the season to figure it, you know, get our weights down and get the weight classes, you know, kind of solidified. It might take a little longer than normal, but that, that's okay as long as our guys are competing. 
Jimmy, as a, as a senior and as an athlete and as a wrestler, uh, going through the pandemic, you know, how, how tough has it been to train and remain consistently positive while getting ready to compete? And, you know, how exciting is it for you to finally get back on the mat and go against actual competition? Just to emphasize what Coach Pat said, it's definitely a different year. But uh, the only way to really stay focused, stay ready, is just by knowing that you are going to compete one day again. I mean, this has to end one day, or whether it does or doesn't, doesn't matter. We're going we're gonna to find ways to compete. Uh, the guys, the best guys in the country are finding ways to train, do whatever they need to do. So more or less, it, it was more you put it upon yourself to figure it out, and you just do whatever you have to do. What's your uh, training regimen kind of been looking like uh, in the last couple months and, uh, you know, in the off season too, leading up to coming back to campus? Well, that was the weird part. It usually would be waking up every day, uh, do a hundred pushups, hundred pull-ups, anything we could do. And then we have a, I was thankful because we have a lifting set in my basement. Uh, so I was able to keep lifting pretty regularly and uh, just really going for runs. I mean, you weren't really able to get on the mats that much, which is completely different, but once again, you got to figure out ways to, to get better no matter what. Yeah, you, you, you and your wrestlers and all, all, all your buddies, I, I saw videos over the summer of you guys just going crazy on the, on the weightlifting sets. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, w after everything I saw this past summer, you, you guys better be ready because you guys were uh, very, very uh, um, efficient on the, on the weights this summer. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, crazy as it sounds, this is the best summer I've had lifting, which is absolutely nuts. I could only imagine what it would have been like to to been lifting with Eric over there in Cundy as well. Yeah. How do you feel right now, less than two weeks away, but, you know, when this airs, it'll be a couple days. How, how do you feel? Do you feel prepared for the season? Definitely, yeah. I would, I'm 100% prepared. Definitely ready to, uh, just to get back on the mat and just compete, let it all fly. I mean, I didn't really have the, the greatest end of the season last year, so I've kind of been chomping at the bits to just get back on the, get back on the mat and just to show what I can do. Coach, um, you know, wrestling sometimes feels more like an individual sport than a team sport, but this year it seems like that will be different. A lot of guys may get opportunities to compete at different times. You know, how much have you guys discussed the team component and, how, um, and how's it gonna, going to take the buy-in of everyone to both have a season and have a successful season at the same time? Well, everybody needs to be ready because at any given time we could have a you know half a dozen or a dozen guys in quarantine. Uh, we, we've had that a few times this year, and that's tough. We just it, at the end of the day, just it's never it really never is an individual sport. Jimmy can tell you you really need your teammates need to lean on them because it's it, it's you know mo typical seasons are they're, they're fairly long and it's over grind, and it's really important to have good teammates, guys you can trust, and you know you're going to war with every week. Um, but this year, everybody's got to be ready. You know, we're going to probably going to have 15 or 20 guys be able to wrestle next uh, next weekend. Um, mm -hmm. or I guess a week and a half away now. Yeah. Whatever it is, but it's it's getting close. But that would be kind of nice. I'd love to have our guys, as many guys compete all year. And anytime I have an opportunity to wrestle more than 10 guys, I want to try to take advantage of that. And next year, we're going to go do that against Hofstra. Yeah, you know, about half your team, 20 or so guys, are true freshmen or redshirt freshmen. You know, with that kind of youth, how, how, did, you, how did those guys adapt to a non-traditional offseason, changes in preseason training, et cetera? I think it's been the hardest on them. Yeah, typically, you have them here in the summertime, and it kind of – it's almost like getting a semester under your belt, uh, just wrestling with the older guys, kind of figuring out this is who we're about, this is what we do as a team. We really didn't have that, I mean, because we couldn't hang out as a group. You basically hunt with your roommates because you couldn't have big groups and gatherings. 
So that, I think that's been the most challenging for our freshmen because I don't know if they quite understand. I mean, they, they saw it during the recruiting process, but I don't know if they fully understand how tight this team is. Um, mm. I mean, they're still a tight group, but getting everybody together, I think, is really important. And we're really looking – I mean, I look forward to those that, that practice time every day we get our team together. Um, but I'm, I'm used to seeing them a lot more than I see them now. As best as you can, can you maybe go through weight by weight, um, you know, one, one to three guys that will be key guys? For you guys? Yeah, no, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll I'm going to miss somebody. That's the problem because uh, we have, you know, we have a big roster. Yeah. Um, but so I guess the, the base where I start off is there's a lot of guys that aren't because of, because of time off the mats, uh, because of COVID case, because of certification, uh, not certification, but um, quarantine, we're probably going to have guys that may not wrestle for, you know, three weeks in our lineup, uh, just the way it, it's, it's broken down. Um, but you're going through a lineup, I guess at 25, we have a number of guys. I mean, gosh, you know, uh, Jarrett Lane, you know, he'll be able to compete down there with us this year. Uh, Brandon Patesel, which is going to take him some time to get down. Um, he's missed some time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, gosh, Sheldon Seymour, he's another one, a freshman coming in. He's, he's really fun to watch. Um, it, it, every time you ask these questions, Josh, it's really hard to pinpoint a couple uh, just because there's so many guys at each weight class. Yeah. You know, 33 will be interesting. Um, Malik Hines was 41 last year. He's made the drop. So I'm really, really excited to see him compete at that weight class. And, and yeah. again, these guys could change weight classes midseason. We're just <laughs> – we're trying to figure some things out with, you know, guys going up or down to see how they feel. Um, you know, Toshi Abe, he's another one. It's, he's just – that guy just a machine. He just trains hard all the time. So, like I said, it's really hard to pinpoint. Um, and, you know, going up through 41 through 49, you know, Jimmy obviously at 49 to be a, a lot more ex- excited to see him. He made a big jump last year uh, and he's looking, he's doing some things now in the room that he hasn't done before, um, which is kind of nice to see. But 41, again, we got like Conor McGonagall, we got Luke Karam going down. So again, it might take a few weeks before we get these guys back in the lineup. Um, Brian Meyer, probably 60, 57 will be wide open. Um, you know, AJ Burkhart, Luca Frenzy. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing some guys. Yeah. Um, but it, that's going to be a wide open weight class, um, 65, you know, got some freshmen in there with Brian Meyer coming back, but there's some really good freshmen in there. I, I'm leaving a lot of the freshmen out just because they haven't competed yet. So we're going to wait and see. Right. Uh, 74 guy from last year is Jake Logan. He's, he's looking really good. Um, so we have guys will be competing at that weight. 84, again, that's wide open. We have no idea what's going to happen at 84. Uh, 97, right now it looks like uh, Jake Jacobson are not as deep at that weight class. And heavyweight, mm-hmm. we've got three guys that we're splitting time. So um, it should be – we have no idea. Uh, it's it's really hard to pinpoint a lineup. But I'm, I promise you, whatever you see week two or three, is probably going to be different in, in uh, middle of February. I mean, that's just an advantage of having so many guys that can come in and compete. And, uh, and you know, you mentioned a lot of guys that, that didn't compete in duels last year. So, I mean, it just goes to show that you're, you're de- you have so much depth throughout, throughout the lineup. Jimmy, you know, how tough was it for you to, to get an at-large um, on March 9th, only to see everything canceled? I know we talk about it a lot, and you probably don't like to live in the past, but it was a big deal for you to qualify for NCAAs, and, and you weren't able to do it. Uh, nobody was. But, you know, what, what was that like for you? How tough was it? And do you kind of go into this season with a chip on your shoulders, knowing that, you know, you got there last year. This year, if you, if you can compete your tail off again, you can get right back there. Yeah, um, I was definitely grateful to to get that at large bid. I've been working way too hard not to 
all year last year and pretty much every year just to not to make it to nationals. So when I didn't uh, actually qualify at first, I was not in the greatest state. I was definitely really bummed out. But then uh, as soon as the, the bids came out, I was more than ecstatic. Couldn't wait to go out to Minnesota and compete. But, I mean, things happen for a reason. So it is what it is at that point. Um, I definitely hated that uh, that they canceled it for so many reasons. But definitely going into this year, uh, I'm not going to make that mistake again. I'm not going to I'm not gonna let it into anyone else's hands. Going to do everything I can and just score a lot of points, win a lot of matches, and just, just keep going where I need to go. Before we move on with our next segment on the show, let me just remind you that Mountain Hawk Talk is presented by Lehigh Valley Health Network and Coordinated Health, your unrivaled partners for sports medicine and injury care. You can follow the show on Twitter at Lehigh MH Talk, and you can subscribe and download each episode from lehighsports.com slash podcasts or from your favorite platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Coach, Jordan Cutler is gone. Uh, Jordan Wood may or may not be around uh, this year. You know, who are some of the guys that have stepped up from a leadership standpoint for you guys? I think you know, obviously Jimmy, he's right here right now. He's done an amazing job, but Joe Lobeck's done a great job. I mean, it's it's been hard to see because I don't I, I don't we don't see him much, right? But in the room, these guys have led, you know, just the way their attitude and you know how they bring the team together. Um, it's been a very like I said, it's been a very unique year. You know, usually our our juniors and seniors really help spread what the culture is all about. Um, just being with them every day. I mean, our team, and there's times our teams are hanging out in groups of 30 or more, right? I mean, yeah. uh, the fact we couldn't do that this year, it, it's, it's a big challenge for our team, but we have a lot of really good people on our team. Uh, Abe, Jake Jacobson, they're all doing a great job. Um, they just, they're good people and they're good leaders. Yeah, for Jim, Jimmy, as, as a leader for this team, you know, obviously this year is, is different where you guys can't spend a lot of time together, um, both, you know, on and off the mat like what what have you guys been doing as a unit to kind of build the team chemistry and build you know this camaraderie uh within the guys in ways that you typically wouldn't be able to do in, in past years yeah it's definitely a, a challenging year to say the least but uh zoom meetings have been really really helpful i mean it's just a way to put faces to names and just hear yeah. everyone everyone's voices just a good way for us to banter, like really just to, like just to get uh, a feel for each other, just so everyone would know whatever what everyone's about. Another way, which is probably not the best way, is video games. I mean, just playing yeah. uh, little games like uh, Fortnite, Call of Duty, just little stuff like that, where you're you're playing. It's like competition too. Like you get a, you get a sense of what they're about. It's just a really good time to to get to know one another and just um, to grow with each other. Nothing wrong with a little Fortnite slash uh, <laughs> COD uh, to play with the guys for sure. Um, exactly. Um, you know, Pat, the ch- the challenge of scheduling in 2020. You know, it, it, what what were you guys able to accomplish with this year's schedule? Obviously, no Ivy Leagues. Um, you know, not no tra- like no big traveling opportunities. No Penn State. Um, you know, not, not 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 facing anybody like Oklahoma State or any of those. Uh, schools, you know, what have you been able to accomplish with the way that this year's schedule was set up? Yeah, that was disappointing. We had a really good schedule again. You know, Arizona State, Oklahoma State, Penn State, Cornell, Princeton, uh, the, the teams we love to wrestle. 
Um, and we just, we didn't find out too long that we weren't allowed to fly anywhere. And so we, we thought we had our schedule. We knew we had to be make the adjustments. And when that happened, then we were kind of scrambling to get the schedule. We had probably the schedule's been done for about just about two weeks only, just be trying to get teams locked in and fill in the weekends that we, that we had before. One of the fortunate things, we had a lot of our conference schedules on their second semester, so we just kept those weekends, which was nice. Um, but we, we lost some teams we normally like to wrestle. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, having Army and Navy on that schedule in Bucknell was really important. Uh, going out to Pittsburgh is going to be a great challenge right out of the gate. So yeah. um, definitely a challenge with the schedule, but everybody's in the same boat. It's, it's, you know, it's, you know, you can make excuses or you make it happen. I mean, it's, it is what it is, right? And we're all in the same boat. The whole world's in this situation and, you know, you can feel sorry for yourself or you just, you do what you need to do. And that's our guys for the most part, have really done what they need to do. Yeah. We talked a little bit about the, um, the schedule and, and, and that, you know, no Ivy League uh, programs are competing this year in any sport. But, you know, Cornell did seem like the odds-on favorite to win the EIWA title this year. But with those schools out, it kind of puts you guys in a good position to repeat for the fourth time, the longest streak since the Mountain Hawks won five straight from 02 to 06. You know, how strong should we expect the rest of the conference to be come tournament time? Obviously, everybody's in the same boat, like you mentioned. I mean, you look what Army and Navy did last year at the conference. I mean, up until that last session, it was a a four-team race, maybe a five-team race. Um, So it's going to be the same way this year. I mean, they're both great coaches, great teams. Um, Yeah, there's no gimmies. (laughs) You know, it's going to be a really tough EIWA tournament for sure. Yeah. um, Jimmy, you know – Last year, obviously, you know, you uh, you you win the AWA for the for the third time in a row. Does that kind of excite you guys to complete the four feet? Obviously, uh, you've had some really good luck in your career at uh, at Lehigh to win these EIWA championships. So, is that kind of uh, you know the goal for you guys to 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 do again? Yeah, going back to even like recruitment, uh, coaches made it obvious what their goals were. We we're coming here. We're gonna win EIWA titles. We're gonna we're gonna win national titles. So it's kind of, I would say, an expectation at that at this point. Uh, we want to win it. Like this is this is all we want to do. Like we expect to win it. Like we want to go to the highest stages of college wrestling. We want to win everything we can. So uh, motivation for sure. Like we want to wrestle the best teams in the country. Uh, we want to wrestle all the Ivy League schools. Uh, we want to wrestle anyone we can just because we want to prove that we can and will compete with everyone. Coach, uh, what are, who are some wrestlers to watch this year? Maybe some under-the-radar guys, younger guys that could make an impact. I guess any of our freshmen. I mean, we have some pretty good freshmen. But, you know, that, a lot of it is it's hard to say because they got to they earn that spot, right? We have a lot right. of good people. But, you know, like, you know, I think some of the guys that are coming off, you know, you look at you know, Malik Hines. You know, he had a great summer. Uh, Connor McGonigal is another freshman that could be pretty good. Um, yeah, Thane Lawrence, he's wrestling pretty well. Um, Connor Hersig is wrestling well. I mean, those are some of the true freshmen coming in. Manzona Bryant, he's he's fun to watch. Him and Jimmy have oh, like two cats in the bag sometimes wrestling. Um, but it, it's you know it's really hard to pinpoint. But you know uh, we, we just, I want to see these guys get better. It's always been our goal, just get better. Yeah. We, you, you know, obviously we want to win every time out. We'd love to win a conference again, but we really never talk about repeat. I think it's a passive term, like. You know, you say, oh, we're going to defend this. It's too passive. You know, you got to go out and you got to be aggressive. You got to attack it. Last year means nothing right now. It was great. Uh, we, we, we embraced it. It's over and we're, we're working on new things. But um, yeah, so I, I think we're really looking at everybody this year because we don't know what our, I honestly, we don't know our lineup, you know, come March. It's, it's going to change a lot. I, I believe it will. 
Awesome. Um, you know, Jimmy, my, uh, my coworker in sports communications, Jeremy Clausen, he, uh, he's kind of given you the nickname of Mr. 570 um, from your, ho- your hometown, uh, being a uh, native of uh, Drums, Pennsylvania, uh, you know, Hazleton guy. You know, do you like the nickname? Uh, do you dislike the nickname? I don't mean to put Jeremy on the spot here, but uh, we have made it pretty public uh, on uh, social media in the last year or so. Yeah, I love it. Oh my gosh, yeah, for sure. So many people have reached out to be like, hey, Mr. 570, how's it going? It's like, yeah, this is awesome. I love being able to represent the Hazleton area and then everyone back home. So it's, it's definitely a, a good term. Awesome. Uh, glad to hear. And I uh, will definitely expect to hear more of that uh, in the coming year for sure. Um, specific goals for 2021, obviously, you know, coach, is it winning EIWAs, having multiple All-Americans, or is it simply just getting through the schedule and having a season? Is that is, well, are those it's, the it's, goals for this year? Week to week, our goal is always the next match, right? And when the season's yeah. over, it'll be the EIWAs and the NCAs, and you always want to bring hardware home everywhere you go so that are always our goals they're always very clear what we're trying to accomplish um you know it's really going out and performing as high as your level you can because we have guys that win a national title but if, if you take a loss to the ncas and the best you can do is third you better get third right so right. you can't just be all or none but um our guys are pretty focused they know why they came here they, they're putting the work in to achieve big things and they've done so far but we need to we need to still get better we need to get that team trophy at the NCAA tournament and then start climbing a ladder from there. Absolutely. Great, great points. Um, you know, Jimmy, for you, uh, any, any little goals that you have, obviously the big goals are the ones that, you know, coach just uh, named off, but are there any like little goals for you that you're kind of, kind of working towards this season in, in training and, 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 and then uh, on the mat as well? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I want to score more points. I want to make it more exciting. If you score more points, fans are going to, I mean, granted fans aren't allowed in Caruso's here, but it, it gets them more excited as well. So I want to be someone everyone wants to watch. I want the, I want the freshmen, the, the younger guys to look up to me and be like, yeah, I want to wrestle like Jimmy. Like I want to just want to keep scoring points. That's how it was like when I came here watching uh, Jordan Cutler and those guys just tack on a ton of points, win really big matches. So uh, that's definitely one of the small things I'm thinking of, but in general, just um, put my head down, just doing everything I can to, to make it to the end goal again of uh, reaching nationals and then bringing home some hardware. Jimmy, you mentioned no fans in, Car- uh, in Caruso this year. Um, that's a big change for sure uh, because, uh, you know, Lehman Turner Arena, Grace Hall is one of the, 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 the great environments in college wrestling and uh, you don't get that this year. Is that kind of like a distraction that you're that you that you guys are kind of like looking forward to not having those fans? But do you like having those fans there to like really pump you guys up because that those crowd noises on um on takedowns and and scoring points is always a, a huge deal to to getting Lehigh back into these matches. Yeah, it's definitely a hostile environment for the other team. So um, just being. Uh, Thankfully, I was a little bit later in the weight classes, so uh, hearing them uh, go crazy after Patesel would win, and then when either Nikki uh, Farrow or Jarrett Lane would win, and then when Pomerinko would win, it would be like it it'd be nuts because everyone would go crazy. You love hearing that uh, the the fan energy at the end of the matches or during the matches. So just being able to bring them to their feet and uh, getting them on the other guys is really the ultimate goal because yeah. uh, it's just an awesome environment to wrestle. And so I'm going to miss it for sure. 
Coach, what's your uh, take on no fans this year? Obviously, uh, you get fan cutouts this year uh, in in the stands, which is a little, a bit of a a, a a new thing that we've been seeing across the country in different uh, sports. But you know, obviously, you like having your family there watching you guys compete. Um, you know, I, I know your family well, um, and and you like having you know the the, the, the Lehigh faithful there as well. Um, but this year is a different year, so uh, you guys just have to adapt and, and, and adjust moving forward. Yeah, I mean, um, and we have, our fans are incredible. We love our fans, and at the end of the day, though, we you're trained to do something. You can do it whether there's you know a thousand people there, two thousand, you know, twenty thousand NCAs, or you go to some gyms there's a hundred, right? You, yeah, you run and compete the best of your ability. Now, that's what you have to do. You have to really enjoy competing regardless of who's there. And a lot of times when you're wrestling, you might not even hear the crowd until the match is over. Um, so for our guys, I think they'll be pretty focused going out there. It's, you know, it, it's loving to compete, loving what you do every day. Um, it, that's what makes it a joy to compete. And that's what keeps it fun. You know, when you start putting numbers on, oh, I got to win this match. I got it. That, that's not what you, that's what you're not trained to do. You're trained to go out and perform at your highest level. So whether it's fans or not, we just got to, you know, keep the message clear, like go out and perform at your highest level every time out. Well, we will be polling for you guys this season and uh, best of luck and everything and best of luck at the beginning of the year. Um, Coach Jimmy, thanks so much for joining us on Mountain Hawk Talk. It's been a pleasure and uh, best of luck for the rest of the year. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you very much. You've been listening to Mountain Hawk Talk presented by Lehigh Valley Health Network and Coordinated Health. The Mountain Hawk Talk podcast is a production of Lehigh Sports Communications. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on the platform of your choice. If you have show comments, questions, or suggestions for future guests, email us at sports at lehigh.edu. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Lehigh MH Talk.